I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. All right, welcome back to the podcast. And we are in the middle of the Action Taker series, and I am so glad I didn't book this thing up completely when I did. Because today I have on someone taking action and I'm not going to lie to anybody. I've reached out to him this morning and said, you got to come on the podcast. So I'm so excited and um, for this next guest, because it fits the title of this series, Action Takers. And today I got Mr. Dave Kittle on. How are you, Dave? Hey, Jerry. I'm feeling great. How are you? Good. And of course, if you guys know Dave and I, we started our talk with a little baseball. Dave is a huge Phillies fan. I live in Philly currently, but I'm a diehard SF Giants fan. So we had a little baseball talk. So we got that out of our system. So now we can talk some business stuff and take an action. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to let Dave fill in why I reached out to him and said, you got to come on this action taker series when I saw what he was doing. So I'm going to let him give you his history, his background. I'm going to let him talk, believe it or not. And, um, I'll make sure you guys all know how to get a hold of them too, because you're going to want to get a hold of them by the end of this thing. So welcome, Dave. And you take it from here, my friend. Awesome. Thank you, Jerry. So I'm a physical therapist. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the owner of Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy here in New York City. So we provide home visits. And in terms of the structure around that, we can get more into that if you'd like. But now, along with that, I've built a team and a board, and we are acquiring outpatient physical therapy practices in New York and New Jersey. Now, if you're an owner, if you're a physical therapy practice owner, you're not going to care about the Dave Kittle show or Dave Kittle. However, what you will care about is the content because the content we're putting out is going to help practice owners learn, just like you guys, learn about a succession plan and exit strategy. Maybe somewhere in the back of your mind, you don't talk about it too much. You're definitely not going to put it on social media, but maybe you thought about selling some or all of your practice And we're going to be putting out content. We're going to be interviewing brokers and lawyers and accountants. And we've already interviewed several practice owners from across the country where they sold to other buyers. They sold to corporates. They tell us the pros and cons of all that. They tell us everything other than the purchase price. So we got a ton of stuff coming and you'll actually be able to get behind the scenes of the stuff that usually doesn't get disclosed online. So the the negotiations, the how much money is the practice owner, what percentage of the purchase price are they getting at close? Is it 80%? Is it 50%? How much is an earnout? So that's just like a little behind the scenes, a little teaser. You guys are going to have to jump over to the Dave Kittle show across those uh, YouTube and those podcast platforms to get more because that content is going to be for you guys, the practice owners. And full disclosure, the whole point of it is a little bit of content marketing because some of the audience, maybe two to 5%, of you practice owners. You're going to love it so much. You're going to reach out to us and say, hey, we start to know you, like you, trust you. And maybe you guys would be better buyers than some other corporate or private equity-backed practice. So that full disclosure, that is the whole approach and plan. But we have to lead 
by giving quality content and valuable, helpful tips and strategies. And at the same time, like we have a practice right now, Jerry, that's uh, under contract here in New York City. So as we uh, get further along or once that closes, we'll be able to potentially interview that owner that's selling to us. We'll talk about our approach and our strategy of our plan of like what we're going to do after. What do we intend to do? All of that. So that's a long-winded introduction. But again, I just wanted to say if, if you're a physical therapy practice owner, that that podcast will be for you. Even if you're just thinking, how do you sell this thing? How do you sell your practice? You know, in the next maybe one to two years, maybe the next three to five years. So that's that's where we're at right now. Let me clarify and repeat back so you can clarify for me. Sorry, let me ask some clarifying questions because I hear a lot, a lot of good stuff in there. So I want to make sure people listening to the podcast hear it. So you guys, here was my biggest takeaway. You guys are going to be offering insights into because I see this as you guys are offering insights on how to start today, no matter where you are in the sell process. And you could say, I've never thought of selling my practice. And I'd go, that's probably the perfect time to be listening to the David Kittle show. Right. Would you agree? Correct. Yep. Right. So, so you guys, because I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say, if you searched all 2 billion podcasts out there, you could find someone who's talking about selling businesses. I'm going to argue that you're not going to find people telling you specifically how to set your physical therapy practice business up for a sell. So rather than go searching out the high level and having to dwindle, whittle your way down into how does this work for me, I hear that the Dave Kittle show will be helping you today to understand what you should do tomorrow to start doing some things to add value to your business. So whether the Dave Kittle crew shows up and purchases your business or not, you're set up for greater success because why you create a greater value in your business. Would that be correct, Dave? 100%. You nailed it. Thank you for the recap. Now, <laughs> now I love you owning the transparency and what you're pitching and selling. We have nothing to sell them. We're not brokers. We're not trying to you know, sell legal services, accounting services. The whole point is, is we know some small percentage will reach out to us first before maybe putting their business on See, a broker's website. Even or, a known salesperson like me, Dave Kittle, and don't let him fool you people. He and I are both salespeople. I love him clarifying. And I get it. I get it. I agree 100% what Dave said. So I appreciate the correction there. But I do want people to understand that there will be value. So here, let me tell you how the person listening to this, who's going to go listen to this, you realize if you take Dave's info and later you go to Dave to sell, then Dave's going to have no option but to offer you top price. So how about we say that? So you will win-win by listening to the Dave Kittle show because you'll learn how to bring so much value to it. And then you say, hey, I think Dave and his crew are the people I want to sell to. You can't BS them and they can't BS you. And it's going to be a win-win for everybody. So how about that, Dave? You 100% nailed it. I had people tell me to not do this. They said, wait, aren't you going to be raising the purchase price? The owners are going to listen to your stuff and then raise the purchase price. I love it, dude. And yeah. here's the thing. There will be probably a buffer where we're still maybe going to dance and negotiate a little bit potentially. But if they listen to the podcast in terms of what information, like, for example, we need like the last three years of, of tax returns. If you want to send us like the last four or five years, great. 
right? And we can average it out. And we know COVID took a hit for you guys. So you average it out, right? But we believe that some of these owners will learn the tactics, the strategies, the approach, come to us later and say, hey, we implemented what you put on the podcast or what you interviewed these practice owners, what they were telling us. And so now they might say to us, we actually believe it's worth more. And in some cases that might be true. And we will be paying for it because you actually most likely built more value into the practice. So then we'll be paying for it. But also some of those owners, like I said, if they come to us first, then we would have the first eyes on the deal potentially rather than them shop the deal to three to five potential buyers. So that gives us some leverage. So it's there's pros and cons, but to your point, Jerry, there is no physical therapy, mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, there's no group. Practice. So so that's what I heard. You can go, by the way, and this is so we're going to have to do this, right? I walked uphill both ways in the snow, right? We're going to have to do this. 15 years ago, when I was trying to go out and network and figure out a way to run my practice like a business and figure out how I was going to be successful in a environment that everybody in healthcare was telling me I couldn't be successful, I had to go whittle through and shuffle through all the business stuff out there and go, how does this apply to me? And so Dave and his group and his mindset and his work is helping all of you cut through the middleman, literally and figuratively, to get this information. Here's the other thing I want to throw out, Dave, to the people listening is because I've been talking to a lot of people on the acquisition side, right? And I hear business owners on the sell side. And everybody on the sell side thinks the acquisition people, and hear me out on this, are trying to lowball them and rip them off. I always tell the business owner, I'm like, look, they are not. They're trying to get you to understand what they value in your company because you're overvaluing a lot of stuff. You're overvaluing the time and the energy you put into it, which by the way, from what I've seen from Dave already, if you listen to the content he's putting out there, they're going to tell you how to leverage your time and energy into the business to build that gap of value. And so instead of looking at it as good and bad, black and white, even if like Dave described, so let's say I'm a brand new business owner and I start listening to his content for the next three years and I come to him, I'm giving him something of greater value to buy. And his company is going to go, I want you. Yes. By the way, right? People pay more money. Let's go to the luxury goods side of things, my friends. People will pay money, right? For things that last and deliver a value. So I want to make sure everybody listening to this gets out of this mindset of, you know, it's adversarial. It's to me, I don't understand why more people aren't doing what you guys are doing, Dave. Why more people aren't out there teaching classes, teaching YouTube, right? Webinars, podcasts, and telling businesses, this is how you get top dollar. Oh my God. And it'd be like, wait a minute. These are the guys that are going to pay us. Wait, I shouldn't believe them. But wait a minute. Why would they tell us how to get top dollar, right? I think that they believe that it's not in their best interest to put this information out. So the fact that we're being a little contrarian about that and want to put it out there, like I've had multiple practice. I had the practice owner in New Jersey who treats my mom right now or in the recently treated my mom. And my mom's going to talk about stuff I'm doing. And that practice owner texted me asking me today when the podcast is coming out. So I know that there's practice owners that want this information. 
and we're going to be happy to put it out there. And we think that that could be also, we need to be nimble and adaptable to the market, right? So we're doing something different than what all the other big chains and corporates and, and acquirers are doing right now. So we think that can help in regards to just attracting prospective buyers into our world just for conversations. Yeah, this is good stuff, man. And I'm just, I want to make sure people understand that are listening, that that there is a huge amount of value to them to, again, even if you're not looking to sell today, even if you think you're just going to turn it over to someone 20 years from now, right? The work you do today will make your life easier in moving through that 20 years and creating the freedom, which is one of my favorite terms, which is measured in time, money, or energy than you want. And if Dave's bringing on experts that are helping right people set that up, then it's, again, you don't have to sell the place, but yet you're going to know how to run an efficient business that's valuable. And again, I see absolutely zero downside of this. Let me ask you a couple of questions about the team. So you've got lawyers, you've got accountants, you've got Money analysts, industry, industry experts. Yeah. And so they'll be the ones sharing on the podcast. Absolutely. Yep. We already have a couple of those interviews. We just interviewed a, a wealth manager that helps practice owners, physical therapy practice owners. We're going to be interviewing a few of the partners at private practice transitions. They're in Seattle. So we're going to be just putting out a ton of content with advisors and professionals that are in this world so that you'll get to hear and know what they offer. You get to kind of you know see if, if that sounds like it would be right for you or not. You can kind of hear what these people are about without having to schedule a call with them and kind of go into their whole you know sales process and and reaching out to to different folks. So the point is kind of we want to just demystify this whole process. And I think one starting point about this is if you're a practice owner, the faster that you can get out of patient care and have the rest of the practice run and operate without you. That is maybe not even the first step, but it's like the best route to build value in your practice. We have many practice owners that have reached out to us where they're a full-time PT. Maybe they have a a part-time PT and and a PTA and a front desk person. And that practice owner, one of my buddies who I went to college with, he has that structure right now. He's the full-time PT. There's a part-time PT and a PTA and a front desk person. And I said, hey, you're almost there. 150, 200 visits a week, but you're on the small side because the practice is still wrapped around that owner. They're still producing revenue. They're treating patients. If you can have some financial plan where you can take a hit, not make as much because you're spending time with hiring and building out your team and having it operate without you, that's where you need to go and head in that direction because acquirers and buyers like us and many other corporate buyers, they want to have a clinic director there, they want the practice to be operating and not necessarily being, they definitely don't want it revolving around the practice owner. It becomes more valuable, just like the E-Myth book and a built to sell, the, the built to sell. I mean, if you have your practice and your business operating independent of you, that is where it becomes much more valuable. And anyone, our group and any other group will pay more for that practice. So... Having the owner in a role, yeah, because this is interesting. So if the owner's in a role where they're treating right full time, this is interesting because I think people need to understand this a little more. So I want you to clarify again, having the owner in the role of treating free time 
means that that role needs to be replaced too. So what is right? So if the owner's doing all the marketing, if the owner's been marketing their own name for the last 15 years, right? All those things, this is back to the beginning. Those things we think add value to the company. I put in all this time and energy and work marketing and I treat every day, but that's not what the acquirers are looking for. Correct? That's what you're saying, right, David? Correct. Yeah. So when someone comes into acquire and they see an owner treating full time, they're going to have to calculate in, right? How much to pay another person to treat full time. So there is no there, there go. Or the big group. So we hear this from owners where the corporate groups will say, we'll buy you, but then you also have to continue to work 40 hours a week for three more years Yeah, or or some variation of that. Because that's what you created. So can we say, yeah, good, Dave. I just want to make sure that connection. So if you're still trading, 30, 40 hours a week, there's going to be no incentive for the buyer to say, cool, you're out. No, they need your 40 hours a week of revenue generating. So back to what Dave said, this is a great come full circle here. So back to what Dave said, if you haven't shown the buyers that the company can run without you generating the revenue, then you are going to be, bear with me here, stuck in it to go fully myth on everybody, you're going to be stuck in it. So let me add this one bit that I like to share with people, knowing and seeing what your exit looks like and knowing what it's going to take to get there is 51% of the solution. So if you know your role, if you know you're treating people, if you know you're going to need to fill it, right? But you know what the future looks like, what it's going to cost to hire someone, what it's going to look to cover you and your salary and everything else, That's 51% of the solution. So again, back to understanding the finances, Dave, the valuation, the what is the buyer looking for is going to help you see your exit. Man, I get a lot of pushback, Dave, from owners that I'm working with currently. Even, you know, I don't want to get out of patient care. And I'm like, that's cool. You don't have to, but you must know what the company looks like financially without you in patient care. Otherwise, someone's going to show up. They're not paying you what you're worth. And it's going to be because you didn't understand, right? What they're looking for. Back to your thing. If you're built into the practice, they're going to make you stay there and keep generating revenue. This is good stuff, man. Now, in a way to kind of highlight Jerry's services, if you are not, Uh, listen, no, I know know you don't know. It's fine. But if a practice owner wants to treat patients, that's totally fine. We all, at, at some point, we love treating patients. We got into the profession to help people. You just have to know if you're a practice owner, if you want to continue to work 30, 40 hours a week treating patients, that's totally fine. But any prospective buyer will look at that as a as a slight issue or something that it will lower the offer, the purchase price. It so has to, dude. It has right. to. It has to. And so For someone, this is why the value of the work you're going to put in with the podcast, with everything else is so important, Dave, because people have to understand how you working in it, being the revenue generator, doesn't buy you the opportunity to step out of it tomorrow. Whereas creating, here we go, of which I know you guys will talk about a lot on your show, whereas creating a system where you understand the cost and everything else, 
is that, by the way, if you listen to Dave's show, you love treating patients. Here we go. Let's do this, Dave. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. You love treating patients. You listen to Dave's show and you get enlightened and you get educated and you gain knowledge around, okay, I love treating patients, but I've got to know what this practice, I got to know a hiring process. I got to know the cost. I got to know all this because before I go talk to Dave to sell, I've got to take myself out of it. Follow me here, people, and drop someone else in. So if nothing else, they don't expect me to just keep working here as a PTC patient. So that alone in my world is 99.9% of the reason to listen to Dave's content. And you may never sell it, but still, again, seeing the exit is different than taking the exit, my friends, right? To me, it's like pulling up. I'm going to drive from LA to New York City to see Dave, right? I pull it up on Google Maps. What do I look at? I look at the start point and the end point, right? I got to see the end point. I got to know where I'm going, right? And then I build in. But if I know that's where I want to exit, then I can do whatever I want. I can take the longest route there. I can take the shortest route there, but I know where I want to end up. So you got to see that exit. And that's where I see, this is great because Dave and I, I love this. We didn't talk about much of this beforehand. We did talk about Giants and Phillies. And yes, my Giants do have a better record. This is what I love about this. There's going to be huge value to the business side. Because as I said, by the time you go searching around and finding the business shows that'll put this all together, it'll be time to sell and you wouldn't have done anything because you've been looking for the business shows to listen. So you guys want, but let's, okay, let's jump ahead. You guys want to buy up practices in New York and New Jersey right now? Is that the plan? Tell me what the right. short-term plan is here with the, with the business, Correct. not the other side, not the education side. Sure. So yeah, right now we're speaking with practice owners in the New York City area, New York, New Jersey. My parents are in New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. I know the state very well. We want to stay focused in terms of just, you know, location, location wise, because I'm going to be doing obviously a ton of site visits and probably a little bit of stuff that Jerry once did at one point, which was answering phones and kind of learning the whole patient process, the patient experience. For me, you know, the whole marketing machine, right? So it's tracking leads, tracking the conversion rate from your front desk person. There's going to be, if you're taking over, like for us, if we're buying and taking over someone's practice, there's many, I mean, there's a laundry list longer than this podcast we could ever do in terms of things that should be improved on or optimized, everything, training, front desk person, how they should communicate with prospective patients. There's so many things in between, but in terms of geolocation, New York and New Jersey right now, and we intend to acquire practices, we want to buy reputable, profitable practices. We don't want to buy any practices that are distressed. We don't want a big you know, turnaround effort. Some corporates or some entities are interested in that. We would rather buy a practice that has you know, several PTs, three to 10 PTs or PTAs, licensed providers. They have like a four plus rating on you know, Google My Business listing or, or Yelp. Great reviews, great online, great word of mouth referrals. That's who we're interested in. And we're speaking to practice owners with everything under the sun from not having a website at all, which is amazing. It's incredible. A lot of practices that are not doing any online marketing at all, which is totally fine if they don't need it. We have a lot of strategy coming up in regards to... So like, for example, we right now, we have in-home physical therapists in New York City. 
So if we buy one of those locations, we acquire one of those locations, we know that there's going to be things we need to audit and look at in terms of billing, revenue cycle management, billing coding, all, all that type of stuff. Documentation, is it appropriate? Some of the practices we're looking at, they're not even using an electronic medical record. I mean, there's so many stories. We have to put in a lot of those systems and processes. That's what we're looking for. At the end of the day, the one thing that caught Jerry's attention on one of my posts on Sunday, I think it was, where I, again, I, this whole process, I want to be full, full disclosure. So again, like we're not brokers. We are capitalized. We can move quickly on the right opportunity, the right situation. And we are obsessed with the patient and client experience. If you Google my name, guys, you Google Dave Kittle. If you Google concierge pain relief here in New York City, uh, we have a couple pins on Google Maps and we have a, you know, a 4.9 or 5.0 rating on Google. And you can look at the Google reviews and they mention all different therapists that we have. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking to take the things that I've learned over the years. And I still have a lot to learn, but that's why I have a team surrounding me. And we're looking to take excellent, profitable, well-known assets, physical therapy practices that have a great following. They provide a great impact for the community. And we want to grow that. For example, like I said, we could buy a practice in New York City that's an outpatient therapy practice. We can email or send mailers the next day or the next month to all their past patient lists and say, oh, we also now offer in-home physical therapy and things like that. So there's so many synergies. There's so many things where we can get a return on our investment faster. And like I said, part of going on podcasts like this, part of getting back out there and going and sharing all this content is to be completely transparent, just be open about what our, our intent is and our, and our mission. And a practice owner that might reach out to us in the next several months and they get on a phone call or a Zoom call with me, I'm going to speak the same way. This is me. This is exactly who I am. This is exactly what you're going to get. Well, fortunately, you came on the correct podcast for getting exactly what everybody expects. So this is awesome, my friend. This is going to be a huge value. So again, I'm going to wrap up here a little bit. This is going to be of huge value to anyone out there, whether you want to sell or not. So let's recap this a little bit. What I learned today is that Dave's going to put out a lot of great information for practice owners, regardless of where you want to end up. As I mentioned, 99% of your success will be able to see the exit, whether you want to take that exit or not, or how you want to get there. Um, it's entirely up to you. But if you can see that exit, then you know what you're driving towards, what direction you need to go. So I see a huge amount of value in that, Dave. And um, I commend you on setting up the process that way. Because like you said, other people don't want to share this stuff. They want to go in. They want to lowball people. They don't want you to know how to increase your value. So when someone shows up, they have to pay you more money. I think Dave and I both shared how I see and he shared how he sees value in paying for value. Also, you guys are going to be um, also looking to acquire and you have a team of people that are prepared to do this. So what else is there? Is there anything else? Mainly those two things. I, I love the home health sector during COVID here in New York City. Home health. Well, define goes. home health, dude, because we so, got to be careful so, with that. So, term. so nursing, home health aides, uh, CNAs, clinical nursing assistants. Yeah, yeah good. good, good. They, if we acquire that under our umbrella, there's a crazy amount of referrals that can happen because if someone requires a home health aide, a nursing assistant, a licensed RN, any, you know, a swallowing specialist, whatever it might be, those ancillary services. If 
our parent company has one of those practices or companies under our umbrella, the referrals to and from. So that person eventually might need either, I mean, we don't, our current home therapy practice, we don't take Medicare, for example, but in the next one that we acquire, if we have Medicare Part B, home physical therapy or, or any home therapy service, all of a sudden we could say, okay, this person, as long as there's no stark laws affected, as long as the referrals are legal there, then there's a lot of cross promotion, cross referring that we can do in terms of, you know, again, synergies. So that type of person, that family may hear from us and they may say, oh, well, I, we didn't even know that this in-home physical therapy for back pain even existed because the home health or the, the family is caring for this individual. And then maybe the family member has back discomfort from improper lifting of the person, their mother or father that they're caring for. So I love home health. We're going to, we're definitely looking into that as well. And we are, like I said, the combination of we're speaking with some mobile therapy practices, but they're kind of all spread out. So that's something we're looking at. We're definitely interested. It's a little bit more, you know, it's further spread out of our geographical focus right now, but we're very excited about this. Now, someone might be listening and maybe they say, well, why? So one of the reasons, because Jerry wanted me, first of all, he wanted me to come on this action taker series. I've always been an action taker and my dad, God bless him. He's still alive. He's got a tree service. He recently retired. He lives in South Jersey. And when I was 10, 11 years old, making cash under the table, I was working for my dad and his tree service and putting branches in the wood chipper and, and working manual labor. First thing I learned was I definitely am not doing manual labor my whole life. The second thing I said to my dad, I go, dad, how come you only have one truck? Like, let's get more trucks. Let's get more guys. You know, there's this competing tree service down the street, Weldon tree service. They have, you know, eight, 10 trucks. Why not get more guys? We could do bigger jobs. And I was so young. Obviously, I didn't know the, you know, the cost of everything and all that, but he just always wanted to stay small. And that's totally fine. But I see the downstream effects of when you're when you think too small. So at this point, there's a lot of equal benefits for us and for a practice owner that's listening. We could potentially help you with exiting, comfortably retiring, starting the next chapter of your life. Maybe you want to travel more. And maybe it makes sense for us to acquire some or all of your practice. Maybe you're interested in retaining some percentage because you see our energy and you want to catch some of that upside. Maybe you want to keep 25% of that. We're open to that. We're very open. We're accessible. And some of these other corporates, they kind of have a cookie cutter model. And if your wishes and, and dreams don't match that, then it might not be the right fit. But if you come to us and we put this on the podcast, we get this out there, we are a lot more nimble and flexible. And we are a little more open to a practice owner that's listening. And maybe maybe they want to keep some percent of it, some meaningful percent of it to you know, come along with the ride. So we'll see. I think that's a good space to end. So we got the Dave Kittle podcast show. Where else can people find you, connect with you, contact you, Dave Kittle? Connect with me on LinkedIn. So go type in Dave Kittle, D-A-V-E. K-I-T-T-L-E, Dave Kittle on LinkedIn, any social platforms, if you'd like to connect there and definitely rate and you know review, subscribe, whatever, you know, connect with the podcast, the Dave Kittle show, even though the title sounds like it's about me. It's actually hard to, you know, come up with a, a podcast name. And so we just went with that. And but the real podcast is because practice owners. It's just one place to go. Hey, I'm thinking about right, getting smarter about selling. Oh, there's that Dave Kittle guy. Search Dave Kittle. You'll find everything you need. I like what you said there at the end. And I don't know if everybody can, a lot of people can, but not everybody. 
the ability to have somewhere to go. I want to keep part of this. I want to sell all of it. I want to stay in it. I don't. What you're going to find when you start shopping around a lot of the bigger groups, there is no choice. The choice is put in front of you. Your choice is no choice. Here's your option. Oh, there's one option. Correct. And what I like, and I heard Dave say, look, there's a lot of options. So so let me step this back and we're going to end here. If you create something of value, if you do it properly, if you understand your exit, if you understand what you want out of your exit, then sitting across from someone like Dave and his group is going to serve a far greater purpose and a far greater value to you than thinking you only have one option. So again, I see no, from the moment we started this, I see absolutely no downside to connecting with Dave. I see no downside to listening to it. By the way, I will be listening to his content. I see no downside to doing any of this if you are a current I'm going to say, and by the way, this is wider. This is what else I learned. So I don't even want to say if you're a physical therapy business owner, if you are a healthcare, let's just do this. If you are a healthcare business owner, you may want to connect with Dave and start listening and start learning and stay connected. And then one day you decide it's time to get out. I'd love to talk about the synergy between the different services being offered. I think personally, my bias, my belief is more people, like you said, COVID, we learned a lot, my friends, post-COVID, believe this going into COVID. And I think we just, it got, I think a lot of stuff got accelerated. People are going to be looking for what I call integrated services. They're going to learn to trust you. And then they're going to want to know that you have other services and people, licensed professionals, experts that they can lean on and depend on. And it's a, it's all in the same world. It actually, there's greater value to them individually. So I love that whole side of it. The Dave Kittle show, by the way, if Kittle rings a bell, you are correct. The best tight end in the NFL is related to Mr. Dave Kittle. It wasn't until you spelled it out and said it real slow. I went, oh my God, that's right. So I'll let yeah, you go. Yeah. I used to say that I was the best athlete in the family. Obviously that's wrong. He's my cousin, but I'll be the best businessman in the family. So I'm going to make people go look at who the hell, if you don't know who we're talking about or the best tight end in the NFL is, you go search Kittle and the NFL and you'll know, and you'll understand why I brought it up when I'm talking about my San Francisco Giants and my Warriors that are currently back in it. So thank you so much, Dave. I love what you're doing. I love that this action taker series was going on. I love that you were flexible and came on here. So Best of luck to you. And um, we hopefully you'll get a lot of connections. I'll be listening to you and we'll definitely be in touch. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry, for having me on. I appreciate it. Awesome. And uh, that's it. I have nothing else to say. Thank you. Good. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com. Or you can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.